I'm just going to continue with uh, this flow here for a minute. I know our time is moving, but I, I want to just, uh, I want to say to the people on the overhead, I'm not going to be preaching my message this morning. Uh, I, I want to, I want you to go with me to Luke 2. This is really, uh, I, first of all, I'm, I'm going to be sharing something, it's not long, but it's, it's along with what John was saying. And when John started talking about angels, and, oh, kids can go to their class, I'm sorry. The children can go to their class. Uh, when John started talking about these encounters, how many of you believe God wants to give us encounters? The Lord wants to do something. I, I want to, I, uh, if you could turn with me to Luke chapter 2, I, I, I really wasn't intending for this to be some kind of a Christmas message, but while I was in, probably about Tuesday or Wednesday of, of this week, I was in my own prayer time seeking the Lord, and, and the Lord brought this text back, and this is a, a Christmas story, but it's, it's important that we understand the context of what God is doing because I believe God loves to surprise us with things that are beyond what we could ever think. I, I believe the Lord wants to make, bring a paradigm shift in our thinking uh, in such a way, not in, it, not in any way, shape, or form to make us look like fools or anything like that. But I believe God wants to, you know, anytime God asks us, and, and the Bible says, says, the heavens are high above the earth and my ways higher than your ways. It's because the Lord is trying to really set us free. You know, if, if God ever asks you to do something that is beyond, if we could hit the mic there, I'm, I'm a little hot. Uh, if, if the Lord's asking us to do something that is illogical or unreasonable, it is because he's trying to expand and bring a sense of increase to see something miraculous in the most unimaginable places. God is trying to open our eyes to the realm of the invisible. Do you believe that? God's trying to open our hearts. He's trying to uh, move upon us and speak to us. And in this text, this is in Luke chapter 2. I'm going to read it briefly, make some comments. Uh, it's in verse 8. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. And uh, by the way, I believe this actually happened. I, I believe the, these, these shepherds by night were in their fields, and the angel stands before them. And it says, And the glory of the Lord shined around them, and they were greatly afraid. Everyone say afraid. Sometimes God may do something that creates fear, even a wrong kind of fear. But the, the Bible says, the angel of the Lord stood before them. Now, how many of you might think it would be strange if an angel appeared before us this morning? Would that be strange? Well, I think it would be strange. There's no trick question here. I think it would be strange. I think it might even hit the Dallas Morning News, maybe. But, but it says here, an angel stood before them, 
And then it said, do not be afraid, verse 10, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy that will be to all people. Here's, here's the message. I'm bringing something good that's going to touch every nation, every kindred, every tribe, every ethnic group. It's going to be for all people. And then he says this. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. Now, as I was seeking the Lord this, this week, the Lord impressed on me that God wants to begin and to open our eyes to signs and wonders. But He's not going to just necessarily come in a way that we're looking for. It's not going to come in the way that we thought it would. And He's... It interesting, the first thing I think that's interesting about this text is the people he comes to. He comes to shepherds by night. Do you know that shepherds in the days of Jesus' birth, shepherds were considered probably the lowest class of people. If there were status and classifications of people, shepherds were usually nomads. These, these people lived in the fields. They, these were not city dwellers. These, these did not have uh, understanding of the, the day uh, uh, of, of, of what was going on. These guys took care of sheep. They brought their sheep into the cities at different various times of the year because of festivals and because of feasts that the Jewish people were having, and they would sell their sheep to the temple. So basically, these guys, they, they, there was no notoriety. These men had no kind of, of uh, reputation. These people were really considered in that society nobodies. But the angel comes to these people. And it is significant. Because he comes to a people and makes this global announcement. Not to kings, not to politicians, not to the educated, not to, but to people that have absolutely no reputation and absolutely have no influence. They don't have any kind of, of, of you would think, well, why wouldn't God, who's sending his son, come to somebody who has some notoriety and influence to spread the news? But he doesn't. He comes to shepherds that are in a field by night. These guys were not looking, by the way. They were not looking for an angel. I'm saying something prophetically along the line, and I, I switched my message this morning. I believe God is going to come to people who are not looking for him. And he's going to start speaking some things that are not necessarily within our frame of mind and within our uh, limits limitations beyond our limitations and then he's going to open our eyes anytime God speaks it's to open our eyes to the unseen amen he's going to open our eyes to see things but listen to this it's going to come with good news it's going to come with favor it's coming to a message that's going to be for all people 
Now, this wasn't just written in the Bible for the sake of history. This is an implication. This is something, this is the birth of the New Testament. This is the birth of a new covenant. That as Jesus' birth was coming on the scene, basically God and the angels were saying, things are going to be different on earth. And I want you to start seeing things and thinking things and expecting things to be different. I want you to know I'm going to start revealing myself to people that are not necessarily people that you would think that I would speak to. I'm going to be speaking to people that you would not even think I would speak to. Now, how many here have ever thought, I don't think God would ever come and speak to me like that? Well, guess what? This message is for you. God is coming to say something that just as I spoke to those men, those shepherds, notice the Bible doesn't even give us names. There's no names. There's no sense of history on these men. They're literally nobodies. But yet they become somebody. They become people that God announces this, this global announcement about the birth of a Savior that is going to bring salvation, liberty, and freedom to every nation. That's powerful. God is trying to say something to us even today. And I even believe the Lord is saying this, you know, along with my crazy dream last night about me dancing. And, and, and even in that sense of, of being, in, I remember in my own dream, thinking to myself, I am not controlling my body and everyone's looking at me and I'm saying, I can't stop this. You know, and I'm, I, I'm now I know some of you are thinking, oh, this is the one thing I was warned about with charismatic churches. I was warned about these kind of people that just go out of control and swing on the chandeliers. No, that's not what I'm trying to promote. I'm not trying to promote just being out of But I am trying to promote the fact and what I'm saying, what I believe the Holy Spirit is saying, is that God wants to show up and God wants to have His way in our midst where signs and wonders and manifestations and where the glory of the Lord is coming. It's interesting. It says that the, the angel appeared to them at night. It was in the night season. The night season is when the light, natural light is gone. It's when, this, when people usually go to bed. They're, they're, at, they're, they're in a place of solitude, and it's in that place where you would not expect a lot of activity. God shows up in that time, and the message is a message of great joy that will be to all. And then he says this, and I want us to get this. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, and this will be a sign to you. Everyone say a sign. This is important. God is interested in giving us signs. He wants to give you a sign. Now the sign is this, that a baby will be born in a manger wrapped in swaddling. The word swaddling there means strips of material that literally constricts and restricts an infant. And it really speaks of the prophetic uh, ministry that will try to constrict and restrict Jesus but it will not restrict him. 
Even though he's in swaddling clothes. Swaddling a wrap, literally, was something that you wrapped an infant so they could not move. But how many of you know Jesus broke out? And he broke the bands. But here he's born in this filthy, messy manger where there's maggots and fleas and feces and all sorts of things. Jesus is going to be born. In other words, what the Holy Spirit is saying is that I want you to start looking for miracles in messy places. I want you to start looking for miracles in places that you never thought He would show up. I want you to start looking for signs and wonders in places that you... How many of you would ever expect God to do anything in a barn? Or with cows? And where there's a lot of stinky, smelly manure. By the way, I was raised on a farm. And I, I know what a farm. I've seen the birth of cattle. My dad, we raised cattle. We raised some pigs. We had a horse or two. Uh, tons of dogs and cats. So I, I was raised on a farm. But I'll tell you one thing about a barn. It stinks. It's smelly. It's messy. But there was a reason why the angel said it wasn't just because Mary couldn't find a place in the inn. What God was doing, He was directing the steps of Joseph and Mary, and I believe prophetically for a reason. Because God wants us. There's so many of us today. We carry private, personal pain. We carry disappointment. We carry failure. We carry things in our life that we wonder, how can God ever burst on the scene and bring anything positive out of this horrible, deplorable situation that I find myself in? The birth of Jesus in this manger to, with the message to these, these, uh, these men by night was a testimony of how God's Power and glory is going to be manifest in the most unexpected places and the most unexpected ways. I'm going to birth something. I'm going to cause my glory to be seen in the most deplorable and the worst of situations. And I want you to expect it. I want you to look for it. I want you to believe God for it. And what he is saying is this is that I know where you're at. I know what you're walking through. But I want you to expect signs and wonders. I want you to look for things in the worst of places because I'm going to show up. That's what he was saying. I, I even believe this morning. I believe there's some people this morning. You're walking through some stuff right now. And you've just kind of written yourself off, written your marriage off, written some things off. You've written uh, some relationships off. And God is saying, I want you to go back again. And I want you to expect the unexpected. I want you to expect miracles in illogical, unreasonable in pathetic, smelly situations. The whole purpose of this story, and it says that when, I love it here, it says when they begin to hear the story, and the angels talked about the sign, it says, verse 13, I want everyone to say this word, suddenly, 
Everyone say suddenly. Because it says suddenly there was an angel of multitude of heavenly hosts. Now I love what one translation says that the army of the hosts of heaven were praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. In other words, what this is going to do is it's going to cause God's glory to burst forth on the scene. There is something shifted in the heavenlies when Jesus was born. Something shifted. Do you know what? Every time you see something happen on earth, it's because something shifted in the heavenlies. Do you know that? Something shifted in the heavenly. Whatever happens on earth is because there's been a shift in the heavenlies. The, 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 the earthly reality is a, is a demonstration of something that's happened and shifted in the heavenly realm. And what God is saying here is that the heavenly hosts and the armies of heaven are dispensed because of this sign and because of this miracle. Now here's the thing. God, these angels were telling these guys this announcement, and I love what it says. So it was, verse 15, that when the angels had gone away from the heaven into the heavens, that the shepherds said one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. How many of you believe that God wants to make something known to you now? He wants to open your eyes, and I love what it did. It moved them. Do you know signs, wonders is what moves us? And it moves them from that place where they're just watching their sheep. And it's not to say that that wasn't a good thing. But it moved them to go see what God was doing. I, I believe God is speaking something supernatural. I believe he's trying to say something to us that he wants us to believe him for great things in messy places. I believe he wants to do a suddenly revelation. I believe he wants to open our eyes to see the realm of the invisible working and winning. God wants to, wants to open your eyes to his glory and his power in his majesty and his great love and give us good tidings. I, I believe what started this morning in our worship service, when Carol started talking about God has some presence, he wants to open us. John talks about the, the, the angelic visitation and how God is moving and ministering. And, and I, I think some things are just unfolding here by the Holy Spirit. And he's seeking to prepare us to look for things and to look to Him in ways that we never thought we should. In other words, it's not going to be business as usual. He wants to suddenly open our eyes and open the heavens upon us. Amen? Just bow your head, would you? I, I, just, I, I just sense the Holy Spirit. Some of us have been in messy situations. You might be in a mess right now. You might be in a very stinky kind of a mess. And God is saying, I want to show you Jesus, reveal Jesus, even in your situation, 
and give you hope, give you life. I want to show you the abundance of my power and to give you exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. I am not a God whose ears cannot hear, whose eyes cannot see. I am a God who acts and shows Himself strong and mighty on behalf of those who seek His face. I I just sense that even right now, the Holy Spirit is wanting to do a shift like those shepherds by night. Maybe by night, you've been just going along in life. You've been serving the Lord, but God's saying, I'm, I'm bringing about a shift. I want, my, I want to reveal my glory. I want to show signs and wonders. I, I want you to expect miracles. I want you to expect the goodness and good tidings and the good news to be a revelation and reality in your life. I want, you to, I want to bring a paradigm from fear to faith from lack to increase in your life. Maybe this morning you might say, you know, Pastor Ray, I've had such a narrow-minded vision. My heart has been wounded. I've been hurt by situations. Things are a mess. But I, I, I hear what the Holy Spirit is saying, how He wants to just open my eyes, open my ears. If that's you this morning, raise your hand. I want to pray with you, anyone this morning. Father, we thank You. We thank You, Lord, that You're a God who hears and restores. And even as You came to those shepherds by night, they were not looking. They weren't even expecting You to show up, but You came with a word of hope and a word of direction and guidance. And You begin to reveal something that was not even expected that You would show up in places that we're not even, they would never expect to see salvation and hope and favor. Father, we thank you that the birth of Jesus was not in palaces, not in places of notoriety where people knew you, but Lord, you came to simple people. You came to those that were humble and those that were even outside of the mainstream of, of information and activity just shepherds on a hill in a dark place. And yet you revealed your loving kindness and your plan and purpose. So it doesn't matter where we are. You're going to find us. You're going to reveal yourself to us. You're going to speak good tidings. You're going to create miracles in messy places. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. And everyone said... Let's, let's stand to our feet, shall we? I want to just pray. I, I just remembered uh, Jerry came up to me before and we need to pray for Jennifer t- today. Her father's undergoing uh, some uh, medical for pneumonia. Uh, we want to pray for Jennifer and her, her dad this morning. Does anyone else have any family members that are sick? Anyone else? Okay, okay. Uh, We'll pray for Candace this morning, others. Father, we just come before You. Lord, we believe that You're a God who not only hears the prayer of the righteous, but Lord, You move mountains. 
Lord, You raised the dead. Lord, and we speak life to Jennifer's father and Candace and others, Lord, that might be ill this morning. We just speak life into dead things. We, we speak life into things that, that might, uh, Lord, ex- people that might be experiencing fevers, weakness, flus, things of that nature. We just combat that. We come against it in the name of Jesus. Father, we receive the revelation this, this morning, Lord, that You're coming to bring fire from heaven. You're coming to open the heavens. You're coming to open our ears and our eyes. and You're coming to raise our sense and level of expectation, Lord, because You want to do something suddenly. You want to move in our midst, Lord. You want to touch people. You want to touch those around us, Lord. And Father, just reign your presence. Reign your presence upon us this morning. And we give you high praise and we give you thanks. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Turn to someone and give them a hug this morning. If you'd like prayer, I'd love to pray with you. Other than that, you have a great day in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus.